This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. What if there was a way you could know the future of the stock market, America, the world, even your own? What if there was a 3,000-year-old mystery determining world events right now? One so precise it foretold the collapse of Wall Street down to the dates and hours, even the timing of 9-11. What if it foretells a coming calamity you can prepare for? The Mystery of the Shemitah, unlocked by New York Times best-selling author Jonathan Kahn. This riveting DVD will forewarn you of what lies ahead. It may just change your life. Back is the phone number if you'd like to chime in on the telephone. Uh, Baltimore, uh, more going on, of course, last night. Um, the more, I guess the most bizarre part of this is the idea that Freddie Gray may have been trying to injure himself. Right. Uh, a prisoner sharing the oh, police transport with Freddie Gray told investigators he could hear Gray banging against the walls of the vehicle and believed he was intentionally trying to injure himself. Um, now... Why would you do such a thing, of course, is the question. Uh, and potentially the answer is uh, exactly what happened, which is trying to, uh, I guess the speculation would be, you're trying to injure yourself saying, I was beat up by police, and that would be your out uh, afterwards. I mean, obviously he didn't, you know, you wouldn't assume he was trying to kill himself. However, um, maybe trying to make a case for police brutality and uh, went a little bit too far. They went over a bump at the wrong time, and then, you know, it's, it's not impossible. Uh, although it's an odd, uh, it's an odd development in the story, and it, um, I'd say odd. Yeah, we don't know uh, if it's true yet. Prisoner who's currently in jail, separated from Gray by a metal partition, and could not see him. Uh, his statement is contained in an application for a search warrant, which is sealed by the court. Post was uh, Washington Post was given a document under condition that the prisoner not be named because the person who provided it feared for the inmate's safety. I yeah, I would, I, would, I would assume so. It's not clear if any additional evidence backs up the prisoner's version, which is just one piece of a much larger probe. But it is an interesting piece. Um, I, I, I don't know what to make of that. Um, but it, at least something to consider as we go forward. Remember, these things happen all the time. Remember the orbital fracture story yeah. that came out with, yeah. uh, with the police officer in the Michael Brown case? Uh, and then found later to not be true at all. No, it was he true for punched. two weeks. He did right. get beaten, but, right. he, but it wasn't as it bad wasn't as an orbital fracture. Right. Exactly. Um, so it's almost impossible to trust stuff that comes out about these cases right now, which is why, I don't know if anyone knows this, probably not a good time to riot. Because you don't know what happened yet. Well, I mean, uh, you burn down half your city. What if this is true? Doesn't well, matter. What if this is what? It doesn't matter. Well, first doesn't of all, matter. of course you're right, but why do you say that it doesn't matter? <laughs> it doesn't matter because it, 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 well, the truth is not important with this. No, it's, that's true. It's all just what true. everyone believes. Well, that's the problem, too, yeah. when the truth moved from wherever it used to live to here because it lives here. Uh, and uh, the issue is the, with the truth living here at the Blaze, it's apparently not in Baltimore. 
Uh, <laughs> we have no offices in Baltimore. I wonder where the truth did used to live. Uh, I think it, Acapulco. It here. Mm -hmm. Acapulco? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh. Very nice. Uh, here's a family member of the Baltimore cop uh, that talks about uh, Freddie Gray being injured before being transported. And the person that you are directly related to this is, good. is African American. It's African American. Yes. What did he say happened? He believes that whatever happened to Mr. Gray happened before he was transported. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's do a little bit more. This is interesting. Yeah. No. She's, um, she's a really good interview. Uh, what What exactly happened first is the question. What happened first? Was he secured first? He was placed into the wagon with cuffs. He wasn't shackled. He was shackled later in, in route to where they were going. Because he was irate, they had to stop. And at that point, they shackled him. But the officers that shackled him and the officers that placed him in the wagon did not seatbelt him. He was never seatbelted? No. It's an unwritten, unspoken rule that when someone is irate in the paddy wagon, you don't reach over <clears throat> someone that's, that's irate because they still have a mouth, they don't have a muzzle, so they can bite you and they can spit in your face. So you have to get in close proximity to someone in order to seatbelt them. Hmm. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm okay. not going to do that. It also would, would go along with the, uh, the person in the transport hearing a lot yeah. of hanging around and stuff if the yeah. person was able to move around the vehicle. Like, you could kind of see that. Um, so are we getting the full picture from uh, the city's leadership? You think they're hiding something? Yes, I do. What would be the reason for that? Because if they come out and they tell, and they tell, tell, tell the whole story, then what do they do about all of the stuff that's transpired up until this point? They, they, there's been a riot. There's now curfew. There have been businesses that have been destroyed. How can they go back now and say anything different? They have to let this play out now. It, it's a disaster. So why didn't the mayor come out and handle this a better way? Why didn't she come out and deal with this proper, properly? There's a state's attorney, just like Freddie Gray, deserved due process. So do these officers. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Um, I don't think officers get due process. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're just guilty right away. Yeah. I could be wrong on that, but yeah. I'm, I'm watching the media lately, and that's kind of the, what we've been taught, at least. I think due process moved with the truth. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I, think they, I think they ran away together. It has a vacation Does it also live here, else? or is it <laughs> no, living no, somewhere else? No, okay. It definitely right, does yeah, not yeah. live here. Right. <laughs> we'll find that out someday. <laughs> um, so the police officer, what, uh, I mean, uh, we don't know exactly... Uh, you know, what his uh, situation is, what is his condition, they went into that as well. How's he doing? How would anybody be doing in a situation like this? I don't know. That's why we How asked. would anybody be doing in a situation where you go out here, you risk your life, mm -hmm. you make a little bit of money, and then when something bad happens, Nobody is standing behind you, such as your city that you've served. How would anybody be doing when someone is dead? Yeah. Just because they wear that uniform doesn't mean that they don't hurt or that they're not upset or they don't blame themselves or what could they have done differently.
doesn't mean that that doesn't go on in their head. It does. Because they, they're human beings. They're not machines. They're human beings. We're families. How would anybody be doing in this impossible situation when they're watching their city burn? Is she, is she black? Well, she did say earlier on that the officer, who is a relative of hers, is African-American. So, again, so that's uh, he's a racist cop, too, because supposedly this was another white on black, uh, white cop on black guy crime, right? Now, my understanding was there were six officers questioned in the case, uh, one of which took the Fifth Amendment um, and decided not to answer any questions. I mean, I guess. Mm. Um, so uh, we don't know if this was one of the ones, one of the officers that answered questions or not. But the bottom line is, uh, it seems as if at least one African American cop was involved. Uh, yeah. Which, if he's the main guy in particular, you would say, um, well, the racism thing's gone, right? I mean, right. I, can blacks be racist against blacks? <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, uh, no. I, is it possible? I, is that what they're arguing? I mean, it just seems like what they say is, well, if you're a black cop, you're not black. When you, right. when you put cop after black, it, it just gets rid of it. You know, they're, they're, it just erases the first part of black cop. You're so just that's, cop. So that's our right. working theory now? I think, that's honestly, what, that's, that's what, what they're going the way, for. Yeah. It's either it's, mm. uh, uh, you're either a white cop or just a cop. Yeah. But either way, I mean, that's, yeah, that's it. doesn't mm. matter. We know George Zimmerman was white. Uh, I mean, he <laughs> went from white Hispanic to, or he went from Hispanic to Ooh. white Hispanic to white. <laughs> and I don't know when that transition happened. I didn't approve that transition. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he did either. I don't think he did no, either. Yeah. I, think I don't he, think so. It's, it's odd. He also turned out to be kind of a weird guy, right? He, I mean, nobody ever said wow. he was... He was going to be elected Mr. Normality uh, USA. Yeah, that wasn't what the uh, case was about. Actually, it wasn't about. Uh, that. It was about a murder. It, we're right, um, right. And whether he <clears throat> didn't, whether he someone. was justified in yes. shooting the guy. Or now, he has had some issues. He has had some issues. Although some none issues. of them have actually proven out to be anything yet. Right. I mean, Not that I'm aware of. He's been arrested a few times uh, mm -hmm. for having, um, you know, uh, interactions with girlfriends and such. Uh, but none of it has come to the point where. It's been proven out, I don't think. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think so either. You, know, you wonder, A, if he is just the type of person that has uh, questionable characters around him and that, you know, lends to the idea of what you're talking about. He wouldn't be named Mr. Normality. The other part of it is if you are a person in that, in that general, you've had the rap that he's had which is he's this crazy person, he flies off the handle and shoots people all the time, and that's your position in the media. Anyone can come in and accuse you of anything, um, especially if they decide they don't like you anymore. Uh, if you're a girlfriend, if there's a jilted lover situation, we saw this uh, play out uh, pretty recently um, with, uh, was, it, was it the cheerleader? Was it the cheerleader case? There's been a few weird domestic violence cases recently. I think it was the, was the Tampa Bay Bucks cheerleader case where she... Um, called the cops and said, my boyfriend's beating me up, uh, you know, I need you to come right away, blah, blah, blah. They come, they find the guy, they're, you know, they're, they approach him as a, uh, a, you know, a dangerous criminal uh, because he's been beating up his girlfriend. Uh, and uh, then he decides to pull out his phone in which he's recorded the entire incident and she was beating the crap out of him. Pretty handy. Yeah, <laughs> cell phones.
Uh, good handy they, tip. If they, you're getting the crappy out of you, turn it on. Yeah. Um, but Smart. Is, is that the case, Jeffy, or are you still looking it up? Well, well, but either way, that I don't know if it was the, the cheerleader or not, but it was definitely that definitely happened um, uh, recently, and it's yeah. kind of an amazing, uh, you know, amazing thing. These things can happen to people. Well, you know what? The let's is it a Cardinals? I'm hearing Cardinals cheerleader, not Bucks. Cheerleader. Okay. So I, I apologize to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who don't need any more drama uh, today with their first pick of the NFL draft coming up oh, very soon. So I, I, I got to stop looking at the Tampa Bay cheerleaders. You don't just search for Tampa Bay cheerleaders I mean, and that's... go to Google image search. <laughs> that's not how I would ask you to find the details of the story I was discussing. Oh, uh, never mind then. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> Can we get to the real problem, though? Yes. Can we get to the real crux? Because I know you're, you've been avoiding it all day. Okay, yeah, Back sure. all week. Uh, incarceration. Too much incarceration. <laughs> Can we finally talk about it? I mean, Hillary I mean, brought it up yesterday. She finally got to the... She put her finger on the pulse of this situation. Right there. Finger on pulse. Amen. What's the real deal? Too many incarcerations. We have 5% of the world's population. 25% of the world's prisoners. That's why this is happening. Nobody will look at the real issue. Nobody looks at the real story. Too many people in jail. I always think this is a hilarious argument. Um, I don't even know how it applies to this, frankly, but she did try to work it into that. She did. Well, there's so many different things. First of all, if you're believing that too many people are incarcerated, then take a strong stand of which things you think should be legal that are currently illegal. <laughs> yes. You know, to tell me, yes. is it pot? Is it, yes. what, what is it? Take a strong stand. Don't just say we don't like too many people are being arrested. Tell mm -hmm. me the things that need to be reversed. Like, there are specifics. You could say pot legalization. There was the separation that everyone talked about for a while between crack and cocaine. Domestic violence? Um, domestic violence. Is that should that is that be too legal? trivial? Um, yeah, no. I mean, I think don't you stay in prison for the term that you get, you know, sentenced to. Now they, they'll talk about three strike rules that they don't like. There are certain things that they they are fairly specific on, but you hear very little of this from from Hillary Clinton. The other thing too is they, they, this stat of only five percent are incarcerated and twenty five. We have five percent of the population, twenty five percent of the world's prison population is ridiculous because. Uh, about 50% of the globe lives under extreme oppression. Yeah. And while the people don't live in jail, they might as well be in jail. Right. They don't, can't do anything. They get executed on the streets. Those people aren't in jail. People they have just the get opportunity shot. to do more things right. here. Like, we so don't just we execute prisoners. people who do things wrong, right. like a, a dictator does. So, yes, those people go in jail instead of getting shot in the head on the street. That's why and it's left such a be, stupid it's stat. It's such a dumb yeah. stat. I mean, it's, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't take into account real-world situations the other thing too is it's just not all that difficult to avoid prison i mean this is a weird thing to have to say in the united states of america but look at this <laughs> jeffy who is among the worst okay. people okay, in Mr. any society i don't even mean now i mean of all time you're one of the worst people i've ever met and one of the worst people in any society and you've never been to prison now, yes, you're white, I've and I know, fortunate. but it's like oddly, uh, <laughs> fortunate. <laughs> even fortunate. Very fortunate. Uh, oddly, uh, uh, my uh, friends who are African American also haven't been to prison. None are of they them. only the only upstanding African Americans who avoid police? Uh, the people, you, the ones you know, and the ones I know, they're yes. the only ones. They're, they're the, the only, the only ones. Like, it seems like. If you're, and again, was I, did I grow up in some you know, super wealthy area? I did grow up in Connecticut. It was a very middle-class uh, area of Connecticut, however. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, are there areas where 
uh, more people are going to prison because you get into more, um, you know, activity that is, uh, you know, like it's like the mom who's beating the crap out of her son uh, as, she, as he saw because he saw her in the riots. Do people get involved in that stuff in the inner city more often? Well, all, yeah, a lot of times, yes. It's why a lot of people move to the suburbs because they don't want to be dragged into that. So I understand that there are other factors here. But, you know, the bottom line is if you just make decisions that are uh, based in the law as you understand it, you're typically going to stay out of prison. Now, we only have one person on the show who's been in jail, and that person <laughs> sits right next to me, uh, Mr. Pat Gray, who uh, can't make the argument I'm making because of his time down the river. I've, I've, done, uh, I've done a stretch. You have done, you <laughs> I've did, done a stretch. <laughs> do a stretch. How long? How long uh, is that stretch? 24 hours. 24 years. 24, tw- no, 24 hours. Oh, 24, 24 hours. hours. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's it. For not paying a parking ticket. Now, look, I've been pulled over for speeding. But why was I pulled over speeding? Was it because police hate white people in their cars? No, it was because I was speeding. Actually, I might be on Pat Gray's side on that one. I think it is police hating white people in their fast cars. Well, that's probably true. Mm -hmm. I think that is. But that's the easy thing to do, right? It's the easy thing to do is to blame everybody else for the reason why you've been pulled over. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Look, you know, there is a... There's a give in the law in certain areas, as we've seen certainly with illegal immigration. But, I mean, speeding is a good example of it. Everyone kind of assumes you can go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit, uh, maybe 15 mm-hmm. in certain, certain areas. Every once in a while, 20. Maybe sometimes 50. Uh, but the bottom line is uh, we, if the, the uh, government and, and police officers started enforcing that law as if you can't go one mile an hour over, people would stop going one mile an hour over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the idea that you could just sit here and commit crimes and not go to jail um, is an interesting thing because they never explain what the alter- alternative is. We're just supposed to let them keep doing it? Like, or we're supposed to, like, I, if you want to make these things legal, there's a lot of really smart people who think They're- drugs should be legalized. Then make the argument, Hillary. But instead, she, she makes the feel-good part of it without any of the consequences of the other side. And one, one thing they're trying to imply is that there's a lot of blacks wrongfully imprisoned. Yes. Well, show us. If that's the case, let's get them out. It doesn't uh, seem pro- like, yeah, Provide the evidence. Provide the DNA or whatever you've got as evidence that no crime was committed. Let's get them out of there. It does seem like there's a lot of that implication without a lot of evidence. Yeah, it does. I mean, the, the yes, evidence seems to be, well, there's more blacks in prison than white people, so therefore all those people are innocent. Yeah, it's like, it's well, that's not, not always the case. the case. I mean, it's not that's just about skin color. There's a lot of other things right. that go into, yeah. uh, into that equation. And we've been over it a million times. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents just coming up. Are you looking to save 50, 60, even 70% on your phone bill? Well, here's a tip. Broadvoice.com. Hi, it's Brad Staggs of Blaze TV here. Broadvoice offers high-quality phone service for only $8.95 a month. You may ask, how can I save so much money? What's the catch? Well, the secret is the technology. Broadvoice uses VoIP technology that takes analog audio signals from your phone, turns them into digital data, and then transfers them over the Internet. This means crystal clear sound and cheaper phone bills. Broadvoice has been ranked in the Deloitte Technology Fast 500 and Inc. 500 as one of the fastest growing private companies in America. Get Broadvoice right now for only $8.95 a month. Keep your existing phone number for free and Broadvoice will send you their easy plug-in adapter free. All this and you get unlimited local calling for just $8.95 a month. 
Plus, for a limited time, Broad Voice will even give you your first month free. Do what we did here at Blaze Radio. Make the switch today at broadvoice.com or call 888-332-8036. We need to talk about the draft. We do. The draft is today, <laughs> it's all right? Terrible. Tonight. I, you know, I love you, Baltimore. I hope you get your stuff, uh, you know, all squared away. But yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you on Monday about together. it. Together. Um, get your stuff together. You get your, you get your stuff together. Um, but until then, I'm thinking about the NFL draft, uh, which is happening tonight, by the way. Uh, first pick expected to be Jameis Winston. Uh, I think that's crazy. I would do, too. I, I, and I, I wouldn't go. He might be as pure as the driven snow. Well, he's not. I mean, we know that because of what he's done. But. But as far as the rape allegations, he may be completely innocent of that. I, yeah. Based I, I on this other stuff he does all the time, I, I wouldn't go anywhere near him. Yeah. He could turn out to be the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't care. I don't want anything to do with that guy. Um, but I, and the other thing is, I don't think he's going to pan out at all in the NFL. Yeah, I would be really nervous if I was a Bucks fan today. I mean, he's not going to pan out. Now, I've talked, I talked to uh, Chris Brady, who is, uh, who's been run our website since 1875. Right. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. and he's the biggest Bucks fan pretty much in the universe. And he was really positive on James Winston. Was he he really? follows his stuff all the time. Um, but mm. it's like you have uh, a guy who, okay, yes, you had a rape allegation, which seemingly seemed to be to not really be true. I think there's a good case that uh, it wasn't yeah. true. Um, but, you know, you still have pending civil litigation on that. You have a guy who walked in to a, a, a grocery store and stole crab legs. And then said, uh, oops, I didn't realize I took them when he was talking to the police. Then said, I really apologize. I can't believe I made a huge mistake like that. Then said, actually, I was getting hooked up by the guy who works there. He was actually giving it for free, and I didn't Mm -hmm. steal them. Um, All of those excuses for one incident. He's also, uh, by all reports, uh, not nearly in as good a shape as a guy like uh, Marcus Mariota, who's expected no, to you, go second. And you forget about that incident in the uh, student union building or wherever yep. he was, where he jumps up on the table and starts shouting really vile stuff. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, well, that was really ugly thing. stuff. That's not a college I'm, thing. I'm more... And when you're the quarterback no, of the Florida State Seminoles, you got to know better than that. That's you got to understand. And you've been through all yeah. the other crap you've been through, and you're still going to go ahead and do it? He's yeah. got no judgment. Well, once Zero. you have a rape allegation and you're in the news for that yeah. sort of thing. You lay low. Man. You lay low. You certainly don't go lay steal low. crab legs, Amen. right? We're on the download. Um, right. And like, and then you have the situation where he apparently everybody in the you know these experts are all describing him as sort of being soft physically he's not cut he's not the the ripped guy oh, that you clearly see, not cut. You know? and then beyond that this is a <laughs> like guy who's very doughboy yeah, back there yeah and then beyond that this is a guy who threw 18 <laughs> interceptions in college last year yeah 18 interceptions yeah. uh you know that's a lot you of know, interceptions and when you have a guy on the other side who's a heisman trophy winner who is uh, who threw 41 touchdowns and four interceptions, if I'm remembering that right, with Mariota, a guy who is the ultimate character guy. Nobody has any questions mm-hmm. on him on that front. Mm-hmm. They're both available to you. I, I, I just, I'm so surprised that it's just blatantly obvious they're taking Winston. Like, why wouldn't you sit here? Good luck. And, I, like, I would, Good if luck. I were them, I would be, first of all, I think I'd probably take Mariota. But if I didn't take Mariota, I would be trying to trade out of that slot yeah. and get 900 draft mm-hmm. picks or something. Because you're going to sit yeah. there. I feel like you're going you're gonna to put this 
hugely important pick into a guy who's questionable. He might pan out. He might. You know, you know who he reminds me of is, except not as talented. Uh, who was that six six kid a few years ago? Five six seven years ago now. Drafted, I think, first overall, went to maybe Oakland, went to the Raiders, 6'6", Jackson was his last name. Uh, no, quarter. Oh, no, Mar Demarcus, Russell. Demarcus Russell. Demarcus Russell. Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demarcus oh, yeah. Russell, yeah. yeah. Uh, he reminds me of Demarcus Russell because he didn't pan out either. Right? Oh, no. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean he went nowhere, and he didn't have all the character issues. But a similar sort of body structure, similar sort of numbers, if I remember right, uh, he ran sometimes too, and everybody thought, okay, this guy's going to be phenomenal. Donovan McNabb or Steve McNair type did not turn no. out that and, way. And by the way, Winston's, like, his 40 was pretty bad. I mean, way slower than it was Mariota. like 18 seconds. It was 18 seconds. It was 18 wow. rolls in the last yeah. 10 yards. He ran 40 seconds at 18 6. Can you believe that's it? not good at all. That's not good. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I know this is a no, Wasn't it like depth. a 4 8 or something? Yeah, I think it was a 4 or wow, four, 8 or four. for a quarterback? Yeah. yeah. Four, uh, 4 7 yeah. 6 yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But it I mean, was not Mariota good. was 4 5. Uh, you got a four. Yeah. Got he's a actually got some speed. Mario. Oh, yeah. He's fast. He's big. He's he never had injury for a, problems. For a half white guy, he's pretty fast. The well, only thing, the only thing you have against him is that he came from an, uh, an offense that's not pro friendly, and Florida State yeah. runs a fairly pro friendly offense. But it's like uh, that. I don't know. It just does know. not seem like enough. To I me. watched uh, a number of the Bucks games last year, and they didn't play pro friendly. <laughs> so <laughs> no, it's, might it's, be that's a, why they have that pick. Um, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, there you go. I, I, that's uh, probably the only draft uh, stuff that is worth hitting on this particular program. Yeah, Although probably. I will say, uh, Eagles. Um, I've. I don't think they're going to trade up to get Mariota. I, will, I really hope it would be interesting to see. It would be do stupid. It. I think it'd be ludicrous for them to do that yeah, at this point I, I don't know. with all the quarterback moves they've already made, and then and then to go after Mariota too. I don't, I wow. don't know. I'm. I'm that's a lot. I, I could. It's I don't think they can do it. I think the price is going to be too high to move up from yeah. twenty to two. Uh, but, you know, anyway, I think that my guess is my uh, gun to my head. And again, you don't want to have a gun to your head on this because there's about 500 possibilities. What could happen? But gun Plus, to my head. Plus, it's a silly issue for somebody to say, tell me what you think about this football draft. And if I'm you don't pick one team's the player head. correctly, I'm going to shoot you in the head. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. It's the sort of bargain you stay away from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if yeah. I happen to enter in the I say, really, is it that important to you? <laughs> Cut to my head, I think they're going to pick uh, uh, the cornerback from, uh, from Connecticut, uh, from UConn, Byron Jones. Uh, don't, don't know him. But that's what I think okay. they're going to pick. So right. there's your Eagles. Uh, everyone was like, wait, Stu, who do you think the Eagles are going to pick at the uh -huh. 20th pick in this draft? That is, is that another... he's one of the quarterbacks that BYU lit up then during the course of the season because they beat UConn quite badly. He was, he was injured this year. So was he? I don't oh, even know if he okay. played any. He only All played right. seven games. So okay. when you answered it that way, obviously the gun Did was Did you get taken shot down. in the head? Or? I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow if I'm dead. Right. Uh, basically, the, the issue is if he gets picked at number 20. I, I, think, I mean, trades can happen. I, think they, I honestly think the Eagles will probably trade down. Um, who, who are the Ravens going to take? Uh, that's what everybody wants to know right now. Who are the Ravens going to take? And will there be a city to go to after they <laughs> Will there be a stadium standing for them to play in? Jeez. Mm. Um, Obama is uh, blaming thugs now for the violence in Baltimore and getting all kinds of crap. This is one of the few things I would not beat him up over. Uh, here's what he said. No, this is actually really good. Yeah. My understanding is, is you've got some of the same organizers now going back into these communities to try to clean up in the after a handful of protesters, uh, a handful of uh, criminals mm. uh, and thugs who, uh, who tore up the place. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. They are criminals and thugs. Everybody's trying to say that because they're black, you can't call them thugs. Why? I don't get it. 
uh, white people are referred to as thugs if they're acting thuggish. Why can't you also say the same thing about blacks? This is ridiculous. I just, I mean, this is so stupid now. It's just so out of control. You're not supposed to say anything bad about them because, one, they're sometimes 15 years old. So what? If they're acting like they're 25 or 30, I, I don't care. I don't care how old they are. Treat them like adults if they're going to act this way. Uh, and the other thing is you can't call them thugs when they're acting like thugs? What? Since when? It's called code language, Pat. Yeah, it's code language. Code language. I know. Just so like when we said uh, Barack Obama was from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, that, that meant... was code language. Or he had an apartment. That was because only language only too. black people only live black in people have apartments. Now, yeah. sure, I have lived in many apartments, so but I. that's because I used to be black. Right, me too. I'm now white because I've moved into a home. I was I, I started out white, and then uh, when I first went out on my own, I turned black because I was in an apartment for a mm -hmm. while. Yeah, and then and then when I got married now. and we moved into a house, I I. I became white again. It's so My stupid. wife was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Thought it, I bla married a black man. Like, no. Nope. I started out white. <laughs> uh, I mean, thug is kind. <laughs> to be honest, thug uh, yeah. is kind. Uh, and, and, and I, you know, look, we rarely are going to side with the president of the United States on anything. Yeah. He's completely right here to use this term, and I'm glad he's using it. Um, mm -hmm. MSNBC, however, not so happy about it. Watch. But don't listen. No, definitely don't there's, listen. There's, there's nothing to hear at the present time. Black America's Baltimore schism. Why the Freddie you bring oh, up this point okay. in, your, in your writing today, that it is as much a black-white issue as it is a black-black issue. I mean, Stephanie Rawlings-Blake is a black woman. Barack Obama is half black, half white, but is identified as a black president. And they're using the word thug. Now, Stephanie Rawlings-Blake okay has, oh, has apologized. Mm -hmm. The president seems, <laughs> uh, if right. to, were to believe the White House uh, press secretary, defiantly sort of doubling down on this is how I describe looters and people who perpetrate violence. So what is that conversation in the black community? Sure. It's a conversation about what we call respectability politics or this idea that the way that black people make the case that they are citizens and should be treated with respect is never to do anything wrong, to be buttoned down, to be uh, educated, to always be articulate, to never to express any legal. kind of rage about the injustices that they face, to just go to work every day uh, and then trust the system. Um, so you've described me, the expectations is, of like every the narrative that says being. that this is about the, the violent actions being. of a few. My question is, where? are folks supposed to put these decades and decades of rage after being mistreated by people who were sworn to protect them, right? Oh, no, 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 not right. By the way, when you answer it with right, that doesn't mean you're right. No. When you end your sentence, and we all, uh, many people do this, I do it, but that does not mean you're right. Right. When you go, it's not, it doesn't mean when you're right, right? Right. Uh, that's what she does there. She's just like, well, decades of injustice. Well, these people are different people, okay? You don't get, you don't get credit for all the terrible things that happened to people to you three, that looked like you 300 years ago. Can okay? we get a, can we get a close up of the uh, crowd there? Can, can you uh, uh, just show the, the photo there that we have? Because uh, mm -hmm. I want to point out all these people on the left, each of them have been individually uh, mistreated <laughs> by members of the Baltimore Police Department. Even the white people? Yes. Mm -hmm. They've all, uh, police have showed up at each of their homes over the last three decades. Some of them aren't even 30 years old. But police show up at their homes and begin beating and, and kicking uh, all of them. Mm. Wow. Uh, just at random. Like, it happens like six times a month. That's so great. Uh, and I, I, your point is completely perfect, Pat, which is, it, that she is describing what we expect out of civilization.
Yeah. We expect you to not do things that are right. illegal and express your way in a buttoned-up, I-still-go-to-work way. Yeah. We expect that out of white people. We expect that out of black people. And when white people act stupid or thuggishly, mm -hmm. I'm which, sorry, they're thugs. And which, by the way, uh, they're, I, you know, I, I, I can't point you to any specific video, but of course there were white people out there doing this too. It's not just black people in the streets burning things down. Certainly white kids were involved in this as well. There, and those white kids... Also, thugs. Mm -hmm. uh, the, let's watch this other MSNBC. This is uh, using the word thug to delegitimize what they're doing. Watch. In this context, the use of the word thug has been used to delegitimize the actions of many because of the actions of a few. The fact is, the Black Lives Matter movement has been a peaceful movement. It's been a nonviolent hey. movement. And so by making it seem like everyone in Black Lives Matter is now a thug, you're trying to delegitimize a movement uh, and mischaracterize it. Nobody said that. They're saying that the people who are acting the way they're acting in, in violent protests, rioting, those are the thugs. Yeah. Nobody ever said that every person in Black Lives Matter is a thug. Well, yeah. the difficult, this is a difficult thing for progressives to understand, is that we actually look at people as individuals and, yeah, and, and, that, that and judge their actions. Them. We don't just say, everyone in this group is bad. I mean, can mm -hmm. you imagine if there was a sect of the Tea Party that was burning down cities, and then we would go on the air and say, look, most of these rallies were peaceful. Uh, most of the Tea Party rallies were pretty peaceful. There wasn't a lot that happened. Sure, there's a few, you know, a few thousand Tea Party members that went and burned down Baltimore. But generally speaking, it was peaceful. Would anyone give any credibility to that argument? No. Including MSNBC, who, without the burning down the city, still called them violent. Right. I mean, these are the, they have absolutely zero credibility. The bottom line is you look at people and you judge them based on their actions as individuals when you see a bunch of people uh, who are burning down all of them individually are thugs not every black person not everyone who's joined an organization not everyone who thinks differently or looks differently but the individuals perpetrating the crimes are thugs i find it fascinating that every time something like this breaks out now every single time msnbc and the left come up with a new word or a new phrase or something else that we can't say Every single time something like this happens, there's yet another little piece of our vocabulary that is verboten, and you can't use it anymore. That's a great point. Every single it's time. Tied now it's thug. to the N-word. Uh, we, should, we should find the words because every time this happens. I mean, when they're even asking Josh Ernest about the president saying thug, and he has to say, well, their actions were thuggish. You don't have to couch this. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's acting violently is acting like a thug. So we're calling them thugs. Get over it. Just unbelievable what's oh, going on. Did you see that hatred? Yeah, I did sure did. Did you see that? Did you Loud see that? Felt it. Loud and clear. More Pat and Stu coming up. And, and probably more hatred, too. Okay. I'm reminded uh, on the feed. Shut also. up, you thug. But we reminded. Okay. Good. Good. That's right. Zip it. Why That's right, you fat thug. Why do you hate the black guy? That's where that one was going. Oh, good. Al Sharpton had something to say. I, you know, we've been waiting for him to get to Baltimore because he was on his way. Yeah, because then peace really begins when Al arrives. I think we've seen that, right? As soon as he starts accusing innocent people of rape, that's when peace really ensues. Yep. 
people are peacefully able to fight mm -hmm. off the false rape ag allegations. Right. Uh, and pe peacefully be accused of <laughs> You still have police of officers from the late 80s trying to do just that. Yeah, still, to this day. From his initial uh, false accusation. Uh, another uh, another uh, <clears throat> group of people trying to do something that they sh should have had done a long time ago is the IRS uh, with Al Sharpton, who the, he owes millions of dollars. Millions. It was four and a half, right? Four and a half But million. just the four and a half is the important part here. Yeah, it's not a hundred million. It's not a billion. No. Does he owe a billion dollars no, in taxes? Not, no, he no, owes he doesn't. four and a half million. Big deal. So what? You know? Yeah, he, he owes more to the IRS than most people make in ten lifetimes. But yeah, but, but other than that, other than the that, guy is he's a, a super guy. Individual. And, you know, well, I guess you have to throw in as well that he berates others for uh, not paying their taxes True. or not paying enough or taxes. Or not wanting to pay more taxes. Or not taxes. wanting to pay more taxes, but he can't even pay the amount currently yeah. uh, prescribed to him. Uh, hmm. uh, he was talking uh, last night on MS MSNBC about Baltimore, uh, or uh, I guess this was Tuesday afternoon, and he uh, was talking about how they we, we can't tolerate the far right and and i think it's about time somebody said it and he did douche hall of fame i tell a lot of the young people that we cannot tolerate those on the far right that may not care about fred gray but you can't be so angry that you don't care about fred gray and if you become the story if you become the headline that you become the distraction, then you're only helping, aiding, and abetting those that you claim you're fighting. Wait, I, I, I'm a little confused about what I'm saying right now, because what I usually say is that we have to tolerate everybody, because toleration is the most important thing in the world. Tolerate diversity, and diversity tolerate. I like to, we must much be about toleration of diversity and diversifying toleration. <laughs> but in this particular case, I'm going to say that we cannot tolerate people on the right because, because we don't, because, because we don't like the people on the right and they don't have the right thing to say about this issue. And so we don't have to tolerate them. I, I guess that's what that was. <laughs> I think you kind of nailed it. I, I, in a, in a I sort guess. of professorial uh, Al yeah. Sharpton impression today. Yeah, a little bit. He was a little bit, he yeah, was a little a, bit more refined than it's a, it's a little bit of a tired uh, Al Sharpton. <laughs> that's, maybe that's yeah. what it was. He's a little sleepy because he's, he's been up thinking about toleration for yeah, so long. Yeah, he has. I, I, so what's the point there? Nobody so, on the right again, who doesn't, who doesn't uh, care about Freddie Gray that course, I know of. I mean, of course, course everybody care. cares about this young man. Nobody wants him to lose his life. What we want to find out, however, is what happened. <laughs> what? Could we maybe find out the facts first? We can't tolerate people at who least want to find before out we burn happened. the city down. Is that that's well, too much to ask? I mean, I'm uh, yes. Yeah, okay. uh, first of all, all right. uh, you can always rebuild the city if you happen that's, to be wrong on a particular true. case. Uh, you true. burn it down first, and mm -hmm. then later on, you say, hey. You know, we need some federal dollars to create jobs to build, rebuild the city. You're actually doing something good for the economy. Uh, this is what um, hadn't thought of that. Uh, this is what uh, the the broken windows philosophy. But as I would say, more uh, relevant to this particular discussion is the alien invasion Paul Krugman uh, th philosophy of of the economy, mm -hmm. which is if we could just all believe an alien invasion was coming, then the economy would improve because we'd have to invest a bunch in weapons to defend against the alien invasion. Um, and that is a legitimate point Paul Krugman's made. Um, and mm. it's also the uh, kind of the point here is just let the, you burn the city down first. 
if you happen to get the police thing wrong or right or whatever, first of all, you claim you're right anyway. But second of all, even if you're wrong, uh, then you just rebuild it, and it's just a job creation program. It's a stimulus package. Burning down Baltimore is a like stimulus that. package. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And they've got this uh, attorney uh, uh, from the uh, Gray family. Gray family attorney was on with Sean Hannity. And he apparently believes that conservatives don't want to help black kids. I don't want the right wing to ignore the plight of black children simply because they haven't had parenting. I don't want the right wing to minimize police brutality when they ignore the statistics in this country that show it's overwhelming. Conservatives want job creation. Conservatives want government to police and protect those neighborhoods. Conservatives don't want to help black kids. Oh, That's yes, the they do. Line, Sir, that is an absolute lie. Show you don't know what a conservative evidence. is. Where's the evidence? I've got to go. Oh, no, I know what a conservative racist is. Oh, Show geez. you the evidence. Every policy we support. That's that's the evidence. Every Show me the evidence that any any Democrat cares, any left wing person cares. They're trying to keep them yeah. on welfare. Yeah, let me give you the evidence of how, how black uh, or how the left doesn't care about black people. Every city they run. Yeah, that's that's how they, that's the evidence. Yeah. Every single city they run for the last 50 years or 60 years or 70 years, pretty much at this point, uh, every single one of them. How do they look to you? How is the performance? You're complaining about it currently. They've been run by liberals and progressives for 60, 70 years. Uh, that's the evidence Baltimore. of our point. What's the evidence of yours? Because, I mean, you can say all you want that conservatives don't like black children. What they like are individual children. They like children. You know what another thing they like is keeping the children alive and not killing them before they're born. It's another interesting policy conservatives mm-hmm. support. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the idea that blacks can, co- can grow up to do anything is a policy that conservatives support. The idea that you want them to not grow up to do anything is a policy you support. And the other thing is interesting about this is with these high-profile cases, every liberal says how much they care. When do they ever get a good attorney? They always have these mediocre, terrible attorneys that don't know what they can't make any good points. When are they when are going to get some big liberal to step in that's making millions of dollars to step in and take one of these cases? It never happens. They've always got some local guy who's kind of like a friend of the family. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know anything about this guy, but he's terrible. Awful. The guy who did. Uh, I don't like him just because he's black. Is that what you're <laughs> shut up. Trayvon Martin's attorney. Who eventually was Michael Brown's attorney, I believe. Another Same guy. Buffoon. Both of them. Yeah. I, the, both cases, he handled horrible. I, he mm-hmm. does. They, he did not make a good point. This guy's a terrible on the air. I mean, where are the high-powered guys who are donating two million dollars to Barack Obama fundraisers? Where are those guys in these cases taking them for free? They never show up for these guys. Only Al Sharpton comes in with his cameras, but no one. They never have any decent attorneys. <laughs> it it's is true. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. They're always the yeah. worst. You're always like, how is this guy on tele? How did he get a degree? I know. Well, I tell you one thing about conservatives. They hate uh, people and children. They want to eat them. Uh, they want to fry up these black kids and, and, and eat them on, on the barbecue with some nice uh, uh, Jack Daniels bourbon sauce. You know that barbecue sauce? Yeah, they, yeah. They yeah, like to yeah. put that on uh-huh. them and eat them. That's what they. That's what conservatives do. <laughs> Don't tell true. me about conservatives. Where's the proof that doesn't happen? <laughs> Show it to me. There's more patents too coming up. Mm. Prove that. They Prove shouldn't it, use though. that voice either. That's not a good voice for an attorney. No, it's true. No, they should talk in their it's normal true. speaking voice. <laughs>
Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, Stu fortunately just stumbled onto some fun. Nothing to do with me just searching the internet for draft <laughs> stories every single commercial. But it's break. draft day. But it's draft day. It's draft day. Uh, so you know. I don't know. Tune in another day. I don't know what to tell you. Um, uh, top five draft busts of this century, so since 2000. There's a list. I love these. Go through each I position. love these lists. So, uh, NFL Network does a lot of this yeah. stuff, and I can't get enough <laughs> yeah. of it. So quarterbacks. Jamarcus Russell, I think, as we talked we about. Talked yeah, about blatantly yeah. obvious. Terrible. He's going to be on the list. Jake Locker. Picked number eight in 2011 oh, by yeah. Tennessee. Mm. He retired after four seasons and nine wins as a starter. Now, most of that was injury. You know, he yeah, was injured. He didn't have terrible numbers, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, he Did played. He? He, he wasn't great, but he, he showed some promise here and there, but mm. just got hurt too much. Okay, I get that. Matt Leiner, he was a USC. Leiner was um, a big bomb. Yeah. He, uh, big bomb. Drafted uh, number 10 by Arizona. Leiner so bad as, a, as an NFL washout. That he's doing that commercial that kind of yeah. mocks himself. Yeah. And I, I want to yeah, go back to college yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, then you have Blaine Gabbert, who uh, oh, he played he's with your terrible. son, right? Yeah, Blaine played with my son yeah. for a couple of years. He's he terrible. Well, he was, terrible. I was not, um, how shall I say this, a fan mm-hmm. uh, while he was playing at college. Really? So it doesn't surprise me that he didn't do well in the NFL. Yeah, he's not good. He was picked uh, number 10 in 2011. And to be fair to him, he is still on San Francisco, I believe, as the backup. Uh, Here's the thing with with Lane Gabbard is he's not uh, uh, the thing about him. Yes. Is this. Uh And that is is that he's not. uh, He's not. uh, He's not what you would call. uh, good. <laughs> He's yeah, always took a long so. time to get to that one. <laughs> he had a really good. He was really, really, really good in high school, and he had. A, he's got a great arm. I mean, okay. he could throw the ball a mile. Yeah, you know, so which was his big bonus. Here's the dumb thing that I'm bringing up that I, probably nobody cares about, but the number five one on the list. Do you consider this guy a bust, a draft bust? Byron Leftwich. No way. Yeah, I kind of do, yeah. Number seven yeah, in the I draft. Do. I he, do. But he, he spent four seasons with the Jaguars and mm-hmm. went 24-20. and 20. Yeah. I mean, the he Jaguars, play. he went 24-20. and 20. Well, I, mean, I don't know if I would I mean, consider him a bust. Plus he got injured. I mean, he was and he got injured, lot, and he, but he went and was also a backup in several other places plus, afterwards. Didn't he, have, he had like a couple games where he was being carried up to the line. Right? Yeah. I mean, just, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I'm not saying he had a great career, but I would not consider him a a huge bust, certainly not the top five bust of, of the last 15 years. I mean, I, you know, I, I think that was, it was interesting. Uh, some other big names on this list, running back Trent Richardson. I mean, how bad was that? Everyone thought this oh, guy was wow. going to be the, yeah. one of the best running backs uh, out there. Um, Javid Best got hurt. I mean, I, it's hard to say that. Darren McFadden, who's now with the uh, Cowboys, so we'll see if he's a bust. He's going to have a chance. McFadden's had some good years, though. Yeah, he had yeah, at least he had one 1,000-yard uh, year, but he also mm-hmm. was hurt all the time. Um, Wide receivers, Justin Blackman, that's a bust. A guy comes in, he plays for two years, gets suspended 96 times, and now is suspended indefinitely for drug mm-hmm. use. There's a good, a good bust. Um, let's see if there's any other interesting ones. Uh, Danny Watkins is interesting to me as an Eagles fan, offensive lineman who was a firefighter uh, and had played, I think, one year. Uh, and then he got drafted at 26 years old. Uh, in the first round. Wow, really? Yes, and then he was out of the league like two for? years later. The Eagles. No, I mean in college. Oh, uh, he played for, I don't remember. I just remember him being a firefighter. Must have had a good year. Well, he likes, wow. Andy Reid likes the, the, the offbeat colleges and stuff for linemen for some reason. He always does. He, mm. Eric Fisher was his pick in Kansas City. Right. You know, I, 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 it does not surprise me. There's more patents too coming up. I'll so find some more draft articles for you. I All promise. right, good. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Thank you.
Beck. Here's our full seven uh, round 32 team mock draft. All right, number one, Jameis <coughs> Winston. No, no, I'm not kidding. We're not going to do that. Today. No, we're not, actually. But you, you had us go with her for a second. That's what people are thinking at home right now. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Oh, geez. Shut Stu, up. I've got, a, I've got a second round ninth pick. I'll trade okay. to you All right. for a two, mm -hmm. a third round In, 21 and 22 pick. Okay. And I what will, about a pick to be named later? I'm going to trade Jeffy a 18th round pick in 2065 mm -hmm. uh, for the rights to a 57th round pick in the year uh, 2089. I'm going to trade both uh, of you all of this stuff uh -huh. for the latest uh, Harry Reid douchey comments. Ooh, oh, that's a good deal. deal. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, good deal and, for the audience. And here they are. I haven't seen <laughs> these yet. I, I just I heard I'm going to like it, um, but I did. I, if it's coming out of the douche Hall of Fame nozzle, Harry Reid's mouth. Can't imagine liking it, but here he is. The budget is just wrong. It's also dishonest. It claims to be balanced. There is no balance in this budget. That's a word. That's a word. The budget is no more balanced than the earthquakes they've had in Nepal. It oh. claims to reach balance, but the claim is laughable. Wow. Wow. That's really do that is a douchey comment, Harry. Holy crap. He should, is he getting heat for that? Because that's not a conservative liberal thing. That's just really insensitive. Yeah, it's just really bad. Does he get in heat for that? Anyone know? 8,000 people dead or something? I guess once you see, you're announced you're leaving, though. I mean, what does it matter? Doesn't matter. No one, no one takes any shots uh, at him anymore. Now that I'm wearing the dark sunglasses, nobody can tell it's me that just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is, I mean, he's look, really bad. there's 8,000 people dead, probably 50 to 100,000 people injured to seriously injured. Yeah. You're talking about Homeless, one of the great millions. tragedies of the past decade. And uh, and Harry Reid's making comparisons to He's just uh, the GOP person. budget. Just uh, a terrible, terrible. Person. Again, like you know, again, separate from politics for a second. Here's a guy who supposedly has faith inspire everything that he does. Mm -hmm. Do you make comparisons like that if no. you're that? I mean, it's just no. Uh, it's, it's incomprehensible. No, he he'll do and say anything to disparage his political opponents. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care. Um, yeah. I mean, all right. He didn't win, did he? No, I know. That's his whole deal. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh, all, all right, we we also did not get to the. Uh, did we get to uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith yesterday? I, I I don't think so. And his great comments about. Um, play him on radio this morning, didn't we? I can't yeah, we, we did play him on radio this morning, but we didn't get to him on Pat and Stu yesterday. And and I I just I like this guy. I mean, I know sometimes he says things that are infuriating, uh, but a lot of times he just. Plain old good common sense. 90% of the time he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very rarely do he, does he say something where I'm just like, oh, come on. Because he doesn't take the shortcuts. He takes tough stands on issues. Don't you really? want that out of a commentator? I do, This yeah. whole society is designed, the way the media reacts to, uh, to people who have opinions, is designed to give you the most boring, milquetoast opinions in the world. Because every time anybody says anything out of the realm of normalcy, you don't want to even say it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, 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 you don't, it, they get berated. So everyone says, well, you know what I believe is, I believe we need to have a national conversation on these things. Uh, that's powerful. Thank you. Thank you. That's powerful. Because I, look, I'm going to take a, I'm going to just say it. We need to have a national conversation. <laughs> we need to come out here. And we need to yeah, chat nobody's more. ever said that. Right. No uh, that's ever. why I'm saying it, because it's a, tough stand. it's a tough stand. We need to come together and talk about real issues. Wow. Keeping it real all over here. 
All up it's in like, here. All right, that's nothing. What you just no. said is nothing. What do you it's mean nothing. a national conversation? That's not even a thing. But I'll tell you, this is something from Stephen A. Smith. He says something here. Considering our history and what they had to go through and the sacrifices that they had to make to ancestors. get us to this point, mm -hmm. yeah. our ancestors will be ashamed that's right. of how we're that's conducting right. That's right. ourselves. That's fair. And it needs to be said and it needs to be addressed and it yeah. needs to be stopped. Because I see a whole bunch of young brothers and sisters out here right now. Mm -hmm. They're here with us. Yeah. They wouldn't act that way. They wouldn't act that way. Mm. There's no excuse for this, and it's a no-win proposition. You are going to lose if you continue to conduct yourself this way, and more importantly, if you pick up the phone, go on Twitter or social media or whatever, and condone this type of behavior. Yeah. That's hooliganism. That is criminal activity <gasps> going on, and it is against our own oh, community. He's saying That's it. That's so great, He's man. saying it. Yeah. He is saying it. I mean, he should say it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it uh, yeah. it's, it's awesome. And, and that is a brave stand. And that really is brave. somebody actually saying something worth hearing on television. He also said that it's time for the black community to look inward. In other words, stop blaming the police for your trouble. Stop blaming white people for your trouble. Stop blaming slavery for your trouble. Look inside yourself. And, right. and maybe you'll find that there's some issues you need to resolve and then things will get better. This is the case even when it's not true. Even when it's not your fault, that's what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. You should be looking internally because blaming other people, even when it really is their fault, not in this situation where it, you know that doesn't necessarily seem to be the case in a lot of these incidents, but let's just say it is the fault of the police and there is all, you know, all the police are bad. You should still be looking internally to try to figure out what you can do. And that's the same issue. This is the same thing that happens to every single person who is at work looking for a raise, uh, at school, not making the team and playing as much as they want to. All of those things. It may be that the coach hates you, which was the case, of course, as in my particular case, which is why I did not get drafted in the first round. Uh, just personal vendetta of the coach, nothing to do with my playing ability. But it, my, mm. it was right for me to think about it as if it was my playing ability, even though it wasn't. Mm. In what particular sport? All, 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 sports. all sports. You could have been drafted in the, but all each sports. coach in every sport <laughs> hated you. In multiple towns, that was the surprising wow. thing because yeah. you know, uh, yeah, collusion. You're saying you know what like, it is? It's collusion. Saying, you you it's said collusion. that, Pat, like you doubted what he was saying. Right. Oh, well, well I think Pat understands that the man came down on me mm -hmm. in Shoreline, Connecticut. Uh, they just didn't like white people there. Okay, that's about almost line. all white there. Almost all white. Almost all white hate. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all the people who were hated in my community were white. I will say that. Huh. Yeah, well, that's probably true. It is that's probably definitely true. true. So right. there you go. Okay. I, there, I've just said it. Good. Look, we've got to have a national conversation on white hate. Thank you. Okay? That's about time. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to make the point now. I'm going to act as if it's profound because I'm going to say it very loudly with lots of hand gestures. The bottom line is we need to have a national conversation about this. I think I nailed that, right? You did. People, people yeah, are with me. It's right? good. Okay. No, it's good. I think you convinced us all. <laughs> uh, also, yesterday, um, as I, I think Stephen A. And, and the rest of the ESPN crew were, weren't they in front of uh, Camden Yards when they were talking about that? Which was going to be empty. And they were, oh, they were in Vegas, fight, that's yeah. right, for mm -hmm. the fight. Um, and that's coming up this Saturday, yeah, too, Saturday. right? Saturday night. We're going to talk about a fantastic day for Mayweather sports. Mayweather Pacquiao? Yeah, you've got daytime baseball on Saturday, right? 
Mm-hmm. You got the dash, you got the draft going on as well. And uh, then you've got uh, Mayweather Pacquiao late night, but uh, nighttime or late evening, mm-hmm. you've got or early evening, excuse me, you've got Kentucky Derby. Yeah. So you've got baseball, the draft, Kentucky Derby, and Mayweather Pacquiao on the same day, all Big in day. a row. Big I day. will not be moving. I don't care about the Kentucky Derby, but. I do kind of, care. but it's still it's, it's, it's still a, it's a, a huge big event. sporting, and I'm really not even a boxing fan, but I'm kind of interested in uh, in, in Mayweather Pacquiao. I am also no, I or Mayweather as they're calling it now. I yeah, I don't Mayweather. care about boxing either, but you know this is you know it's one of those things that the hype makes you be, get into it. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. and because May, Floyd May, Mayweather is what, 47 and 0, 47 and 0, and Pacquiao I think is five losses. Uh, but I don't both. know how that guy ever lost. He's he seems beyond that now. I mean, he seems to be at the top of his game. Pacquiao, and, yeah, tough to beat. I mean, See, I don't know. I I mean, Pacquiao is the overwhelming underdog in this fight. Is he really? Yeah, I, big time. I don't know, man. He's pretty tough. Um, I hope Mayweather wins. I, I always like the American to win. So uh, it'll be interesting oh. to see. <laughs> did you hear did. that? Mm-hmm. Did you hear? The American exceptionalism argument, the argument of otherism being placed out there. We need to have a national (laughs) conversation on otherism and the use of otherism. And because because Manny Pacquiao doesn't look like Pat. Neither does. Oh no! They don't look. We need to have a national Um, conversation. In fact, we need to have a global conversation on Pat's racism. (laughs) Uh, Floyd doesn't look like me either. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, right, right, right. I suppose yeah. right. you agree uh-huh. with uh, Mike Tyson, who calls Floyd Mayweather a very small, scared man. What? <laughs> what? He's 47 Tyson and all. called Mayweather that? Yes. Why? I haven't read the article. I just saw a the A small, headline, scared man. man. Bring it up to fight. Well, freak. I think the issue with Mayweather, again, we're getting into internal boxing talk here, but yeah. the May- Mayweather is more of a defensive fighter. He's not going for knockouts all the time. Uh, he's a he's a boxer, you know. He's a he's a technician, mm-hmm. and people don't like that because it's you know boring. But you know, successful. He's unbeaten. It works. But there's only been one unbeaten fi- fighter to ever retire unbeaten. One in the history of the world. What really? One. No, that can't be true. Rocky Marciano. Oh, forty nine and zero. I was going to say because Rocky Balboa lost. Uh, he, he lost to yeah. Clubber Lang, for example, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yes. uh, and he also lost yes. to so Apollo Creed. Lost that includes those guys. Uh-huh. So he lost the first one to Apollo. Now Ivan Drago, by the way, uh, only uh-huh. lost an unsanctioned fight, so technically he was undefeated. One and zero. Yeah, he's, well, actually, he lost the other. He one might be undefeated, but too. he's also uh, not. Neither real. Fight, you're saying neither not fight was real. sanctioned, and that's true. Not, the first one was an not, exhibition, not uh, which real. is why people were so upset at him for killing Apollo Creed, <laughs> <laughs> because you don't want to murder someone in an I exhibition. Forgot, is that, did he really kill? <laughs> he actually uh, killed. Broke his. That's neck. really sad. Yeah. How did he break his neck? You forgot. A big punch. He broke his neck with a punch. Yeah, that's how hard the yeah. guy. See, the average heavyweight uh, right. averages okay. 650 pounds of pressure per square inch. Drago averages 1,850 pounds. Okay. You are so the results are obvious. A full three times as powerful. Whatever as Whatever he hits, he destroys. At that time, people didn't even realize that he you was ridiculous <laughs> with that movie. At that time, people didn't That's even realize that he was a man. At what? that time, they didn't even realize that Drago was a man. Right, because he's not a machine. He's a man. It's true. Is he a man, or is there really any gender? Think we need to have a national, national conversation, conversation about gender identity and whether <laughs> men are things. 
Thank you, Pat. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So anyway, uh, how the uh, can I didn't even see how the Camden Yards thing went last night. It was last night, right? The the game. Yeah, the game uh, without during the day. Without anybody five in start. the yeah yesterday afternoon. And they won uh, eight to two. Uh, but, Orioles uh, won with nobody there. Two hours um, and three minutes, and they announced attendance zero. Actually, really and they actually, yeah. I guess, announced the attendance. That's kind of funny. Zero. Also, uh, White Sox center fielder Adam Eaton tweeted out uh, this kind of funny joke a few hours before the first pitch. He said, we're going to do our best to take the crowd out of it early. <laughs> <laughs> Wish us luck. <laughs> and they did. They took the crowd out of it. That is actually funny. They lost, but they took the crowd out of they it. They had uh, another uh, clip. Uh, do we have really the, uh, we don't have the guy here by any chance. Oh, um. Because there's a guy who was fake signing autographs. Like, he was going up and, like, going to the crowd and, like, faking taking balls and signing autographs. Oh, I think we have that Vine clip here. Oh, just throw yeah. some foul balls up into the crowd? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there are some people just sitting there. It looked like probably press. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some press in there. For yeah, that's sure. great. So, that's so great. it's kind of funny. It's, it's a weird game. First time ever. Uh, real fans surrounded Camden. Uh... And yeah, this is funny because there was no real reason to close it because the fans right. showed up anyway and just stood outside. Because the curfew wasn't going on yeah. during so the you, game. So it was legal so to just stand out just there. Just stand out there, which a lot of people did, apparently. So, yeah, like you said, defeating the purpose of, of keeping them out. Um, but then uh, another uh, tweet from Ben Jacobs. Crowd standing outside, stadium fence looking in, shouting, let's go O's. Or as they say in Baltimore, let's go O's. A's? Let's go O's. Because they have that weird amalgam of of cultures and accents that kind of smash together there right, in the right. mid-Atlantic. Mm -hmm. And it turns out to be this really horrible <laughs> cross between mm -hmm. Boston and Southern and England and Philadelphia. And it all comes and just smashes into each other. It's like a car accident of it's accents. It's like a car accident of accents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunate. So they sound, they're not, but they sound like the dumbest people on, on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, were, uh, you know, seeing some of this positive uh, stuff on social media from uh, Ben Jacobs talking about how people were outside the stadium, you know, cheering their team on. And then we got some other interesting um, uh, stuff about uh, on social media about Jeffy's uh, performance. It's not quite as positive. Mm. If you missed it yesterday, here is should probably Jeffy. remind you, shouldn't we? Uh, yeah. Should remind him. Yeah, let's see. Just see it again. Here is Jeffy in his uh, appearance on Wonderful World of Stew, reading a book called Ecosex. Oh, oh yeah. You may want to turn away if you just ate, <laughs> or plan on eating it later on. What do ecosexuals do on dates? Well, mostly the same stuff that regular people do on dates. Like having dinner. Here are some tips on how you can really enjoy your food on a date. Now, take on the visual. Imagine that you have never seen this food before. Notice the subtle variations in color, shape, texture. Feel the texture of the food. Experience the sensation without naming it. Allow yourself to play with the concept of touch. How would it feel to rub that cool strawberry on your face? 
bring the food up to your nose and without naming it experience the aroma you may notice that your mouth starts to water your senses are responding to the anticipation of the coming satisfaction as you bring the food close to your mouth pay attention to how your lips part automatically and your tongue prepares to accept the morsel and please allow that tongue to be free we don't allow our tongues to roam freely nearly enough in our eating experiences when the tongue is ready it will maneuver the food between your teeth and then the moment has arrived allow your teeth to bite down and release the explosion of flavors in your mouth this is where the edible fireworks reach their height your taste receptors are all lit is the flavor sweet sour juicy stay with the sensation how much pleasure in one bite of a berry continue chewing and tasting slowly and you will notice that the taste and consistency begin to change when they are no longer bringing pleasure and you are ready to swallow the food do so with absolute consciousness allow yourself to be still feel the experience of one bite fuller as the food reaches your belly take a deep breath in notice if you feel increased awareness and sensitivity in any other areas of your body oh yeah that is literally the most terrifying thing i've ever seen here's jeffy in this i mean look at that well that's that's actually regular jeffy but i mean that jeffy that we have on the screen <laughs> look at that imagine I don't even want to. Um, but the reaction on social media, not quite as positive as I, as I imagined it would be uh, for your particular what, what performance. You uh, I posted this on Facebook, and um, immediately uh, comments flooded in. What? And I, I, I would say not many of them were incredibly positive. Jeremy Griffith says, I'm blind. I've actually gone blind. <laughs> Help Help me dial 911. I don't know how to explain this to the dispatcher. They're such kidders. <laughs> yeah, um, I, 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 I always think, oh, that's a funny joke, until I saw much, much more of this. Uh, here's another. Paula says, uh, there's not enough bleach in the world to drown my eyeballs. Next time, put graphic content warning. Now, that's, that's not... It's not exactly a positive review, I wouldn't say. Uh, here's another. This is from Wes Sanford. He says, that was utterly disturbing, but like the train wreck it was, I couldn't pull my eyes away. I need to go take a shower. Now, why would he need to go You need bathe? to shampoo your eyes, too. Don't forget that. That's yeah. an important element because you'll never get them clean. You'll never get you'll them never clean. Get them, no matter how many times you shampoo them, but you still want to try. Okay. Uh, here's another. Uh, I wonder if Obamacare will cover my therapy appointments after watching this. Huh. You think that's just a short video where you're trying so to get I guess in touch you're saying, with it. I guess the bottom line is they enjoyed it a uh, great well, deal. I, I don't know. I, I was thinking that until I saw this next one. 
Uh, Clay Shaw, that's it. No more internet for me ever. He gave Why? up on the internet. Why would someone do that? I think mm. that's a big invention in, uh, of humankind. There's advanced our society mm -hmm. quite a bit mm -hmm. to actually give up on the entire idea of it based on your performances. <laughs> he was probably close to giving it up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you think? Probably yeah. Zero, yeah. <laughs> it could be. Uh, we have more, I think. Uh, Jeff Schuler writes, after seeing that, I need to uh, watch about a thousand or hundred back-to-back -back episodes of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood to ever feel right about myself again can never be unseen. And again, like you wonder why would he want to unsee it? Because it was such a good know, performance, but no, right. apparently he didn't. And think here's so. our last, uh, and not, I mean, it's not the only ones we got, but it's the only ones we're showing. Adam Scribner says, uh, "Not sure if I should soak my eyes in bleach now, or do I wait until after I stop vomiting?" Now, was he sick for another reason? Was he wow. just dealing with something? Yeah. It's possible he had the flu, or he had eaten some bluebell ice cream, or I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, people hate you. Okay, triple eight seven forty seven Beck is the phone number. We'll be. <laughs> By the way, you can get that at uh, stewfacebook.com. It will redirect you to my Facebook page, and, and you can uh, check it out there. Brilliant performance. It really was. It uh, cannot be said enough how well you did in that piece. I mean, it was Seriously. one of the worst things I've ever seen, but you did a really convincing job. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs>when you first decided you wanted mm -hmm. to stop the Baltimore riots, right. uh, did you think immediately I need to do a video? I did. Or did you think it was there Well, any? immediately I thought I must fly there mm -hmm. and see my people. Yes. And then I thought, well, I can't. I'm doing this. Yeah, this right. Week, so I can't. <laughs> people I was, I'm right. going to do the next best thing like Ray right. Lewis did. Right, right. And he did a video. Yes. And people uh, may not They ignored know that video. That you were, I mean, you are Baltimore's Baltimore favorite radio son. Legend, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, you know, I wasn't born in Baltimore. Right, pretty much. I, I got there as soon as I could. You did, and, and then and you and left. I was 28 years old. You, it took me 28 years to get there. And then you left. And then two years to leave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, people were like, hey, um, I noticed a real drop-off in uh, what happened, the riots. Mm -hmm. And we're like, is it the curfew? Is it, you know... Are the gr are churches coming out and influencing these situations? The answer to that, no. of course, is no. No. Um, it was Pat Gray uh, with this incredible video. Here's what um, happened. Did you want to say anything before we play this, Pat? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Okay. Here's the video from Pat Gray. Uh, glad to Pat, remember us? Uh, we uh, we used to do candid phone. Get off the streets, darn it. Okay, go and listen to some sticks. 
have you, have you not? Don't you have any sticks records at home? Go ahead and and play those. Go home and listen to some Journey. Or, you know what? Air Supply. Try some Air Supply. Uh, we used to play it on B104, remember? Stop it, uh, young people. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. I'll just give you a second to dab away the tears. I don't, I don't think Baltimore uh, <laughs> appreciates what you've done. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. I actually am crying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I'm going to have to get... Oh, my God. That was really uh, powerful, man. Uh, wasn't it? That was really yes. powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it came from here. It came from the heart. It really did. Yeah. Can I get a tissue, please? Yeah. Uh, don't jump! <laughs> don't all jump right away. But can, seriously, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, it actually is. I actually was crying. Oh, thank you. And it it uh, it was effective. I Rub mean, that directly into your eyes. It it did turn out to be effective, as the, uh, the streets of Baltimore were quieter last night. <laughs> yes, it did. It actually worked. You look. You can't when you're listening to "Lost in Love" or "All Out of Love" by Air Supply. You can't. You, you can't then go out and start setting fire to police vehicles. You can't, <laughs> you can't. do it. Wait, can we watch it one more time? Yeah, well, I think. Just one more time. Please. I think for safety right. we should. We should. Here it is. This is so. Inspired by Baltimore Ravens linebacker Ray Lewis, we present the following message to the people of Baltimore from local radio legend Pat Gray. It's uh, Glenn and Pat. Remember us? Uh, we, uh, we used to do candid phone. Get off the streets, darn it. Okay? Go and, and listen to some sticks. Have you, have you not? Don't you have any sticks records at home? Go ahead and and play those. Go home and listen to some Journey. Or, you know what? Air Supply. Try some Air Supply. Uh, we used to play it on B104, remember? Stop it. Uh, young people. <laughs> I tell you something. They related to that. They yes, related. They did, obviously. They related. Oh God. I was talking directly to my people there, and they heard me. That, I, that cannot you. be any more awesome than it is. <laughs> I love it. I have to. We have to put that on our Facebook page yeah, or something. Oh yeah. I mean, oh my God. For the safety of all. Well, I mean, it stopped the riots. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how many lives did you save? We'll never know. We'll never we know. I mean, my guess is the billions. I don't, I'm just throwing <laughs> it out, a number out there. 20 billion? I'm just going to throw 20 billion out there. We can okay. go, I mean, sure, can it right. differ 10% from that? Maybe. But 20 billion? Give or take? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Good good job, Pat. Thank you. You know, a lot of times I we do don't take can. the time right. to, to, to give ourselves credit for the community well, service we like that we do. To. We don't like to. We, I mean, we don't like to, um, but we do because we think it's the right thing to do. Uh, for people to know how good we are. <laughs> and now you do. Mm -hmm. And you're welcome. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of sticks, as I was on the, on the Baltimore comedy <laughs> video there, uh, Sticks frontman Tommy Shaw has just listed his uh, modern retreat above L.A.'s Beachwood Canyon uh, for sale. He um, uh, and his third wife, Jean, have put a freshly rehabbed uh, Los Angeles re residence up for sale. For $1.95 so $1,950,000. It's 
in Los Angeles in the canyons? That's pretty modest, that sure man. Is. Yeah, I mean, here it is. Size, 2,200 square feet. Is it a garage? Uh, oh, my gosh. It's only 2,207 square feet. Yeah, three bedrooms, three and a half baths. That's uh, glass. not a mansion by any stretch. No, we don't have a picture of it, I guess. Uh, I don't know if they've Oh, yeah, there's. It. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh. Um, okay, there's, like, yeah, the driveway. Just, uh, oh, that's say, just it, a ranch house, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a normal house, just. and that's how much you have to pay in L.A. Here's a, let's see some Do others. Do you have anything on the inside, or is it just all the exterior? It's pretty, though. I mean, it looks okay. Yeah, it's a, and yes, it's modern. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that a big, uh, nice big yep. pool out there? In, in, the on the wall, though, is yep. that a, a TV screen? No, it looks like it's just a wall. Oh, panel. Maybe it opens up to a TV screen inside. Um, you know, it's, it's nice. It's nice. The, the cameras they use for the pictures to sell your house on real estate sites are among the most amazing yeah, uh, they, cameras. They, they make everything make look, look like 6,000 square feet. Sure. Like, uh, you walk in, and you're just like, wait, this is just but a look closet. At, go back to the kitchen. Can, go back to the... That's a crappy kitchen. For a $2 million <laughs> house... And you're good, and th and then th that's the laundry room, and the and that's your kitchen. Uh, no. Yeah, for two million dollars. Well, are you kidding me? There's nothing wrong with that kitchen, but not for two million dollars. Not for. T there's nothing wrong if you're paying thirty thousand dollars for the house. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> You've got a nice view though, as you're really cooking. nice view. Yeah. I mean, and obviously that's what you're paying for, but still, I mean, that uh, you know. You wow. Think. I I I'm really surprised. That does not look like a rock star residence, does it? No, they. I mean, you do realize that Sticks hasn't had a hit in a little while. <laughs> yeah, but you do. He, they should have been pretty well set. Yeah, but he First, can't be. What's he? What we were talking about this the other day. What's he worth? Well, we, according we to the, the celebrity website I looked at, fifteen million. I mean, so okay, so. You know, I don't know if there's anything to those sites, but uh, I think it was fifteen, or was it twenty-five? Was it twenty-five? No, it was. It was not in the Dennis 20s. DeYoung was thirty-five, I think, and he was. He 15. was in the teens. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were because I was thinking, well, that's not you know. It's not living above his. No, he's certainly not living above his means. Homes, By the way, if you happen that. to know someone at celebritynetworth.com, which I assume is the site you went to, it's just when yeah. they try to estimate celebrity net worth, I would I would pay to get a page of Jeffy, and it's just like instead of fifteen million, just fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that. that would be hysterical. Even if if you just copy that the formatting and put it on a different site, I will absolutely link to it. I'm so. serious. Look at this place. This place is a dump. For a rock star. It's a dump. No, it's Let's a, just say it. I, it's it's a, a dump we're for a rock star. We're embarrassed he, for him. He, I, am I am embarrassed for him. I wouldn't ah. even show this place. Look, at it doesn't even have a guitar-shaped pool. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> That's a good point. You can't be a rock star and not have a guitar-shaped pool. I mean, then, look at the Hollywood side. And then it's side, right I mean, below geez, the Hollywood side. That location's insane. That's yeah, a great location. If you go back, there's yeah. a photo where you can kind of see outside of the uh, one of the windows, and you kind of see a hill in the background. I'm like, is that the Hollywood sign hill? I mean, that's pretty. And it is. That's pretty amazing. I mean, it's a great location. But look at the house behind it. Look how nice and and, uh, well, and pretty big. palatial that one is. They're yeah. probably going to buy buy Shaw's place to knock it down. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. true. You take a bulldozer to a place like that, it's a, it's a tear down and then a rebuild. <laughs> you just want the property. Uh, 2,200 square feet, three bedrooms, three and a half baths. Though, right? You're on the I road mean, all the time. I get, that's probably what he figures. And if you're practical, that's what you do. But how many rock stars are practical like that? Maybe he saved his money for the rest of his life. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, by the way, the, the average new home in America, average, not for rock stars, but the average new home in America is about 2,500 square yeah, feet. Yeah, so this is smaller than uh, average. So smaller than the average new home for a guy who is in a major band and is worth supposedly $15 million. Uh, yeah, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah.
So, uh, very down-to-earth guy, apparently, or he blew all his money on drugs. We don't know which. 888-727-BECK. More patents, too, coming up. It's easy to do. Oh. Easy if you ever had money, you'd be able to... Easy to do. You stole most of the drugs. <laughs> Still easy to blow. <laughs> <laughs> We have food coming up. Um, I don't know if you know this, but we eat food on this program. Sometimes. Uh, occasionally. And we don't do it because we like food That's or science. because we're fat. It's or because science. It's yeah. for you. It's like for everything you. we do. Um, we actually we do, do like you. to taste test all the new products coming up today, or coming up every day. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, when uh, someone releases a new product, we like to say, hey, Taco Bell. we should f feed our fat faces with it Taco and then Bell. tell people if it tastes good or not and whether they should waste their money on it. Well, that, see, be, because that blazes the trail for you. We don't want you to waste your time or your money mm -hmm. or your taste buds on something that's not worthy We're for kind, you. Kind of like Dave Ramsey. We're just managing mm. your finances here. Right. Uh, you know, look, is it a good investment to invest in the new Taco Bell breakfast burrito? And I think we're going to find the answer is yes. Biscuit taco. Oh, my gosh. So th picture a biscuit shaped like... A taco, and then lots of fun stuff. Plus, I heard a rumor about steak being not enough steak, and there's yeah, steak gotta, burrito gotta, or something. They've got to double more up on the steak. steak in it. Yeah, so that's coming up here in just a minute. It's got to be tested. Um, should we quickly do this uh, list of graduation cakes that uh, are awful? Oh, uh, yes. Um, here's we, some, we have a bunch of pictures, and these are fun. So let's start off with uh, this one. Uh, it is, uh, I, I guess you'd say this is like a unicorn with rainbow diarrhea, uh, is how BuzzFeed described <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> That's my little pony. <laughs> with rainbow diarrhea. That's, I mean, it kind of does look like that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, uh, next That's one. That's the funniest thing BuzzFeed's ever done. <laughs> uh, wow. Congrats, your photo here, which uh, probably you want to take a little more time to <laughs> yeah. get the uh, actual yeah. photo. <laughs> Uh, uh -huh. Then you've got um, congratulations, Andrew, 2011, somewhere. somewhere? All right. Okay. okay. There okay. you go. I guess. I, well, it is 2011 somewhere. I guess. Uh, yeah. Then you've got. I don't care what you say. Uh, this is. Uh, let's see. They say Christine in the banner. I'm going to say that's probably just directions. Somewhere. Congratulations, Christina in the banner. Not in the. I don't think your middle <laughs> name is in the. I think it's probably directions. Uh, next one, uh, congrats. Graduates. Gra graduates, I yeah, guess. Kind of generic. Why? Plus, it's somewhat generic yeah. again. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I suppose. Um, um, next up, uh, I don't. Congrats on graduation. <laughs> graduation. These are not good cake congrats makers. Congrats on graduation. You know, they're not good cake decorators. Uh, then you've got, uh, what do you see here, Pat? Uh, Congress grads? Congress grade is kind of what uh, BuzzFeed saw, and I think that's what it, I don't know. Congress grade? That's uh, not, not good. Not, no. not, not good. No. Uh, you've got another here. Uh, congratulations, Travis, class of Travis. Travis. <laughs> class of, how, do you, how do you make the cake and look at that in the end and say, yep, I nailed that one. <laughs> I freaking nailed. I congratulations, know. Travis. Class of, of Travis. Travis. How about the taffles worth the hassle? Congratulations, Rihanna. Uh, hassle spelled, of course, incorrectly. Yeah, and taffle, it's not taffle, it's no. tassel. 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 <laughs> no, sorry. 
as Alex Trebek would say, it's tassel. Mm. Choose again. Uh, you got uh, congrats to everyone. Uh, to R. R. Is that for Rutgers? Class of 2010, maybe? Congrats. Congrats. Okay. Congrats. congrats. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, congrats, 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 on the cake. 2010. Good job there. Mm -hmm. Um, next up, uh, congratulations, Sean, on your degree. Or Degary. Degary. Mm -hmm. Oh, Degary. Okay, I didn't even notice that. Uh, but then also, he seems to have a witch on the uh, decal in the bottom left-hand <laughs> corner. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, it's Happy Halloween. Yeah, I guess Happy Halloween. Yeah, that's right. You got a Happy Halloween ghost up there. A very strange combination of things. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Valid Victorian. Well, that's good. At least it's not Invalid Victorian. Uh, very nice. <laughs> I would assume a Valid Victorian did not valid make Victorian. <laughs> and no doubt they yeah. came to them and they said, "Hey, we need a Valedictorian uh, mm. cake," and this is what they made out of that. Right. Valid Victorian. Mm -hmm. Come on, these people need to get out of the cake business if you're that stupid. You need to get out of every business if you're Congrats, that stupid. Congrats, 2013, Greg Gregowitz. Uh There you go. Not a lot of good spelling. You know, they, Google exists, right, still? That's not, that wasn't a dream of mine, that they had a search engine that you could search... Okay. It was was it a dream of yours though? It was a like, oh, yeah. like dream big. <laughs> a dream. <laughs> a, a dream big. Uh, that's <laughs> really that's bad. also a really weird looking cake. Yeah, not good. Graduation. Um, God bless you. Okay. They just kind of gave up on that one. Uh, <laughs> wow. They had the good bless you, and then they thought, oh, it's supposed to be God, and so they just erased the second O. Doesn't expect the double. Doesn't explain nice. the double C though. No, it really doesn't. I don't think. No, it doesn't. Unless that's another language. Uh, I want sprinkles. Um, I'm not saying that because it's on the cake, but I actually do <laughs> want sprinkles. That's really funny because, yeah. again, yeah. the instructions at the beginning were, hey, I want a, uh, a graduation cake, and I want some sprinkles on it. Right. And, and so they, they probably wrote on a sheet, I, I want, want sprinkles on the wrong line or something, and the person just wrote, I want sprinkles. Do you think this is indicative of people who speak another language being behind the counter? No. Potentially. No. Wow. That can have wow. nothing to do with hate. it, right? Hate. Wow. Hate. <laughs> Congrats, grad sticker. Okay. Okay, I don't... Uh... All righty. Mm. <laughs> Next up. Uh, congrats, ACPEC. Seniors capitalize, underlined, all other lowercase. <laughs> no way. That was got to do yeah, not believe be they just decorate it with the instructions for how to decorate the cake. <laughs> That's really amazing. Mm. That's really something. Jeez. Uh, silver and gold lunch. I'm congratulations 2012. Silver and gold so the lunch. I'm congratulations 2012. Okay, I can't begin to it understand it. It cannot have it. anything to do with people. No, who speak a different language. That can't have anything to do with it. Don't even say it does. Congratulation. Congratulation, you bone it. I was going to go. No, <laughs> you've done it. Congratulation. You've done it. You boned it. You've done it. Good job. <laughs> You boned it. How many times you said that? Uh, uh, <laughs> Not enough. Okay, there Not you enough. Congratulations, wow. you you done it. Congratulations, Jeffy. You, that's you that's kind of how Jeffy speaks all the time. 
Uh, good thing you're not a cake decorator. Uh, a cake decorator. No one would ever get a cake. Yeah. They'd just be like, oh, sorry, your cake disappeared yet again, sir. <laughs> all right, again, this has nothing to do with us wanting to eat food. This is all about you. Another edition of Spoons coming we, up. We, by the way, deduct these segments from our taxes because it's charitable. We're doing charity you. work for you. For you. And we'll for do that coming up. You. Where's the phone? And nobody else but you. Poop, poop, be do. I'm Stu, and this is Pat. Yes. Pat and I are about to eat. Uh, because for you. Again, for you. What we do on this program. For you. Today, we eat Taco Bell. They have a bunch of new inventions out today, mm -hmm. uh, including um, the biscuit taco. Actually, you should show yours, Pat, because they, of course, screwed my order up. These? Oh, um, what they do And that's yours? not because Taco Bell normally does that. It's because I'm an annoying vegetarian, and I can't eat anything. Okay, so, yeah, there's obviously some uh, beef stuff matter mm -hmm. in there, but yeah. along with some egg. Okay. And I, I would assume you could also potentially get cheese on that, maybe? Uh, yeah, right? I think you have it on this one. That's what I was going to oh, okay. I was thinking you'd show. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, some, that looks pretty good. Yeah, get some... Uh, I thought these are going to be warmed up in the microwave, and they're not. They are. So, are yeah, they? they're warm. That's supposed to be warm. This is not warm, but I'm going <laughs> to eat it anyway. Okay, and mine, they just put egg in there. So, mm. um, you know, but that's, you know, what are you going to do? That's my, it's, it's my fault, I suppose. What else did you ask for? Um... Well, you think cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It would be important. Um, so Pat, though, has uh, multiple different things to eat. First of all, how did you feel about the biscuit taco? I was with everything at Taco Bell. Mm, delicious. Freaking good. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting model because there's no real reason to put it in a taco other than the fact that you have taco in your name. Right. Right? <clears throat> yeah. But it's, it's fun to eat like this. It is. It's actually kind of just like a fun way to eat a taco. It's, it's uh. It's like a soft biscuity. Mm. Uh, tastes just like a biscuit, and then, but I like the consistency better than some biscuits that you have at fast food restaurants. I'll say this too um, on the Taco Bell front specifically. This is an improvement <clears throat> over the waffle taco, which was not their strongest breakfast item. I, I, it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't have enough sweetness to it, or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, something this was pretty good. Somewhat off, but yeah, I'm it was not. good. I mean, it, there was nothing terribly wrong with right. it. Right, but I would rather do the AM Crunch Wrap. Which oh, is much better. The AM Crunchwrap was one of their most successful items, I think. I yeah, could have eaten really nothing good. morning, noon, and night. Because there's was a hash delicious. brown in it. Now, this one you're about to eat is called what, Pat? It's the double, what is it, Natasha? The double? Double Dia? Double Dia? So there's double the steak that they normally had in the regular Dia. Which is a quesadilla, I assume? Is that what that thing looks like So inside? it's a double steak, it's a double steak quesadilla. Yeah, I would say that so looks like So it's got steak, cheese... I don't know what other yeah, item. Yeah, it's a quesadilla. Uh, and in fact, it's delicious. Uh, easily Holy cut into crap. pieces, which Pat ignored. Yes. Um, because I'm just too excited about getting to it, and I mm -hmm. just tore it open. <laughs> and here, why don't you try one of these tacos? Can we talk about uh, mm. getting ready, getting, getting ready to launch their Frito around, tacos. Around the camera to the other one. Mm -hmm. I just didn't. Okay. Here, take one of these tacos. Oh. Right. Yeah, certainly no, uh, no arsenic in it. Uh, <laughs> not the rest of the roundup. Which I, one are these? This is. The biscuit the double taco. Biscuit taco. And then uh, there's some salsa here that's really good. You know, 
for a fast food Mexican place, Taco Bell has seriously, to me, mm. very quality food. I'm not a big fast food guy, except for obviously Chick Fil A. And Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to heat this up in the microwave. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. So the interesting thing is, I think Taco Bell is one of those places. And people will say, well, it's fast food Mexican. I love it. But there's times that, like, I don't want anything else. Mm -hmm. There are times when I just, the only thing in the world that will satisfy my gigantic belly is Taco Bell in unlimited mm -hmm. amounts. Mm -hmm. But that cheese sauce, every, on the, uh, do you ever have those uh, cheesy Fiesta potatoes? you ever have those? Mm-hmm. Delicious. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Now, you have one more thing to try, and we have about a minute. So what is it? This? It's, this is called the Chick Star. It's like okay. the AM Crunch Wrap. It's all folded up <clears throat> on top of each other, but it's also got chicken and stuff inside. Okay. Want to give that a whirl? Wow. So we'll cut that into Just pieces. rip it in half. And, and uh, uh, Jeffy, you want to come over and take part of this? Yeah. Well, and let's, let's show the inside. Think... Oh, God, that's fried chicken in there. So. Uh, oh, man. We've got obviously, Stu can't have any of this. It's a fried oh, chicken. Oh, look at that. That looks really good, though. Can you get close on that or not? Maybe not with Jeffy in the way, but... Um, what do you mean? Look at that. You see the fried chicken right there? That's pretty awesome. Oh, I can smell it. the barbecue Holy sauce, cow. too. Try that, that really quick. You got 30 seconds. 30 seconds to try it. All right. <laughs> I'll step over here because I'm just still mm. taste testing the first Oh, oh wow. Mm. Wow. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Jeffy? There's a yummy sauce in it. And the barbecue sauce, I believe. Not bad. Go oh, to Taco really Bell. Good. Go to Taco Bell and eat their food because they're good people and that's freaking good food. I love it. They like us. We love them. You like them. They like you. Mm.